Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Well, today we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video game where you defend your island, a book about a boy and his hatchet, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Michael Ruth! Well, Michael is a mail carrier for the United States Postal Service. He delivers mail to my studio. Well, you know, it's great to be here, Tiberius, with the most phenomenal young host of uh, the YouTube world. Um, I'm interested to see where this uh, next hour is going to go. Today, we're going to start off with the video game of the week, and this is going to be scary. Scary? Why so scary? And now it's time for the video game of the week. Today's video game is Defense Island. This game is made by T-Block Studios. Because it's on Roblox, you are able to play it on PC, Mac, Xbox, and even your cell phone. And it is free! Awesome. Well, you may remember T-Block Studios from their other games, Timber and Minet. So first off, when you start the game, you are on an island. You are asked to place down three free towers. Ah, I see this is going to be a tower defense. After you put them down, some mobs cross the map attempting to go to the other side. You have to place the towers to stop them while giving them a path to walk. You can make cannons, crossbows, ray guns, and so much more. I had to get my dad to play, and he's really good at these games. Well, he got in and figured out the math of it pretty quick. First, he made a path with cheap low-end towers and started to buy the expensive towers, but only put them in the middle. That way, the expensive towers would get the most damage done without wasting space that the mobs don't walk to. Well, he is already on level 93. I'm only on level 40, but I learned a lot by watching how he lays down his towers. Sounds pretty cool. It is fun. Well, you get gold every time you stop the mobs, and you get to upgrade your towers only three times. You also, but you also get gems, and they only change the cosmetics and don't really change the gameplay in any way. But you can teleport to other people's islands and see what they are making and how they are doing it. I give Defense Islands 12 out of 10 stars because I really enjoyed building on my towers, and there were a few ways to spend real money, but it was not forced on you. It was fun to play with my dad and watch people visit our islands to see where and how we were moving up so fast. I might have to check it out. It's fun. Over 40 years, Playhouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Playhouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at playhousecfl.org. The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. And now it's time for the book of the week, Hatchet. The 
this book is written by Gary Paulson. Numbers at the back of the book. In fact, Michael, would you like to do the honors? Absolutely. 13-year-old Brian Robeson is on his way to visit his father when the single-engine plane in which he's flying crashes. Suddenly, Brian finds himself alone in the Canadian wilderness with nothing but a tattered windbreaker and the hatchet his mother gave him as a present. And the dreadful secret that has been tearing him up apart since his parents' divorce. But now Brian has no time for anger, self-pity, or despair. It will take all his know-how and determination and more courage than he knew he possessed to survive. Hmm. Well, this is an AI book is worth seven whole points. It's better for fifth grade and seventh month. This is a good series about a 13-year-old teen named Brian. So Brian's parents are divorced. So the mom keeps him for school and the dad has him for the summer. So Brian was on a plane to his dad's, but then suddenly the pilot dies from a heart attack. Then the plane crashes in the water. So Brian had to survive on an island. He wakes and becomes a man because he knows he will die if he just waits. So then he uses his hatchet to defend himself to kill a snake. And he'll, then he learned to make a spear. Then he had to get more food, so also he uses hatchet for that too. And then he made a shelter. And then he had... Well, I can't tell you all the story, but it was a pretty okay ending. I think you should read the book too. I might. Well, I give Hatchet 7 out of 10 stars because it was a good story and I asked my dad to purchase the rest of the Hatchet series. See, David Smith's Couldn't call him at 407-801-2667. Wait, you are not Chuck. My dad can help when people get hurt. He loves to help If you are ever injured at work or in a car accident, you should call my friend Chuck. You can call him at 407-801-2667. That website again is cwsmithwall.com. Offices, Orlando. Does it actually have that much W's? <laughs> Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service and firearm safety is what they do best. So find out more at OakRidgeGunRange.com. And now it's time for our interview of an interesting person. Today's guest is going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Michael Well, I don't know about amazing, but it sure is great to be here. <laughs> Well, Michael is a mail carrier for the United States Postal Service. He delivers the mail to people every single day. I do, and I've been doing it for 26 years now. Wow. So first off, how are you enjoying being on the show? It's interesting to see how technology's changed over the last 20 years, because the last time I did anything like this was about 20 years ago. I did a radio show for the post office. Wow. Okay, so you were listed as a mail carrier. Can you explain to my listeners exactly what that means? Well, uh, simply put, I carry the mail. Um, it comes in the post office every day. We sort it out by address. Then we take it out and we deliver it from house to house, business to business, or whatever else is needed. And we pick up your mail and bring it back to the post office and get it sent to where it's going. Sweet. So do you deliver letters and boxes? I sure do. Letters, magazines, boxes, pretty much anything. You can put postage on anything, a coconut, an orange, and write an address on it. We deliver it. Wow. So what do you do if the boxes are, like, heavy? 
Well, um, you can always get help if you're in the office, but once you get out to the street and you're actually delivering the mail, you're by yourself. So you do the best that you can. I haven't really had too many issues with boxes that uh, were too heavy for me. But I mean, you could just put everything else on top of it. And just... I mean, we, we, do have, uh, we do have trolleys that we can bring out with uh, us if we have too many heavy packages, but I haven't really had to use those. That makes sense. So how do you know where everything goes to? Uh, just experience. Um, you get a route and you just start doing it and you learn the names and the addresses where the mailboxes are. Um, you know, pretty much learning by doing. You can get trained, but that's really not going to give you the experience you need to be out there to deliver mail. You have to learn it by doing it. Mm-hmm. How did you know that this was the go-to job for you? I can't say that I knew it was the go-to job for me. It was pretty much just the job that I ended up with because it had a good salary, it's got great benefits, government job obviously, it's not what I went to school for, I have a degree in economics, so it really doesn't much apply to the post office. Cool, we're now learning about economics in school, so that's yeah. So most of what I see in the mail are like bills and advertisement, or what my dad calls junk mail. How much of the mail is junk mail and how much is the other stuff? Well, we don't really like to call it junk mail. It's really advertising mail. Uh, I mean, that's how um, companies get in touch with their customers to show them what they have to sell and to promote their items and like to they, get them to purchase like it. they just give you like 10,000 of these and like send them to every single house. Uh, that here. can happen. Um, they, that's what they call full coverage mailings. Where like, let's say a local business, a pizza place, will want to advertise to the people that are right around their store. They'll print them out and they will give them to the post office and there'll be one for every house. Nice. Um, well, I have received a few letters and most of them are greeting cards for my birthday because most people just email me. So do you think that, that the internet is reducing the need for normal mail? Well, the internet certainly has reduced the need for normal mail, especially when it comes to paying your bills, because most of them you can do online nowadays. Um, so it's cut back a lot on our first-class mail, first-class letters, which are the bills and things like that. Um, advertising mail, magazines to an extent, um, and especially boxes or, or packages that people order products and we deliver them uh, are really forming the basis right now for what the post office is doing. Our package business has exploded over the last five years. Wow. So I've always called the guy that delivers mail the mailman. But my dad said it is called the mail carrier. So what is preferred the title for someone that delivers the mail? I don't care what they call me as long as it's accurate. Mail carrier is fine. Letter carrier is really our title. Our official title is city letter carrier. Um, there's different types of letter carriers. There's a city letter carrier. There's state. A, there's a, no, not a state. A rural letter carrier, which usually does outlying areas where the houses are a lot farther apart, um, like farmland areas mm. or like outside the outskirts of the city of Orlando here. Um, and there's highway contract carriers, which are also um, routes that can be like on the edges of cities or farther out. They're not official postal employees. They, they, they bid on a route, and they're awarded it, and they deliver it. So really, there's three types. So my friend told me that if I just wanted to mail a letter for free, to just put my address as to, and from address to my friend, 
I don't even put a stamp on it. Would that even work? It's possible it could get through the system, but we have a lot of checks and balances, so things like that don't happen. A lot of people will also try to send packages and use the same printed mailing label for two different packages. We catch those and we send them back. Postage due. Uh, either they go back to the sender or the person that's getting it's got to pay for the postage on that duplicate label. Um, people try to pull stamps off of uh, things that they've received and put them on other envelopes. We can't catch everything, but we catch a lot. So does it take a lot of formal training to be able to be a mail carrier? Not really. Um, our new mail carriers, when we hire somebody now, um, they spend five days in a classroom setting where they're learning the ins and outs of, of what they got to do. Then they have a, what they call a shadow day, which is where they're going to walk with the carrier and just observe uh. them for a day to see how they do their job. And then they spend three days with me because I'm also an on-the-job trainer. And they will walk with me for three days, and I gradually break them into actually carrying the mail. So like the second and third day, they're actually carrying most of my route as I watch them and see how they perform. And if they need additional training, we'll give yeah. them a fourth and a fifth day. Hmm. But generally, it's not too hard of a job, and 95% of it is learning it by doing it. Not, mm -hmm. not learning in the classroom. You really can't make a, a mail carrier out of just telling him how to do the job. True. So I am told mail is delivered in rain, sleet, or snow. Is there ever a type of weather that you won't deliver in? It is very, very rare that the post office closes down because of weather. We've closed down here because of hurricanes. Twice in seven years since I've been in Orlando for hurricanes, mm. neither of which really hit us, and they were all fine days and we could have delivered the mail on them anyway but it was just a precaution um, and up north sometimes if the snow gets too deep and people can't get to work and the roads aren't plowed sometimes they will suspend delivery for a day but it's pretty rare I think in my 26 year career I've only seen it happen three or four times cool so what is the best part about being a mail carrier uh, best part about being a mail carrier is getting to meet the customers. Um, you get to see, if you've been on a route long enough, I've been on this route right now for three years, and I plan on making it my retirement route, which means I have another eight years to go. But you get to see, you know, families grow up, the kids grow up from grade school all the way through high school. Um, you get to know their, their, their pets. Um, and you really get to know everybody's life. You get to know the neighborhoods. You know, they treat you sure. like family, some of the customers do. Um, it can be really rewarding out there. Mm -hmm. So what was the one thing that when you started working at the post office that you did not expect? Um, hmm, that is a good question that I did not expect. I did not expect it to beat my body up as bad as it has over 26 years. Because when you look at a mail carrier out there, especially in Florida, every day sunny and nice, and it's like, wow, they just get to walk out there all day and, now, and the nice weather. And today, but it's just cold. <laughs> that is beautiful. It's perfect today for delivering mail. Yeah, especially. Um, but when you do it day in and day out for so many years, and I did 19 of them up north in the snow and on the ice, Wow. It really takes a toll on your you body. Like How'd you get started in a mail carrier? How'd I get started in being a mail carrier? Well, I had two friends that were uh, worked for the post office as mail carriers. Um, and my dad later in his life went to work for the post office. Nice. And it, I just took the test and they happened to call me at a time I was looking for a job. job. Nice. And I said, all right, I'll give this a shot. And so I went for it. Nice. 
So what is the hardest part about being a mail carrier? Uh, hardest part about being a mail carrier? I can't say there's anything that's really, really hard about it. Uh, maybe when the mail is extremely heavy, which can happen a few times a year, especially around Christmas, um, or if we have a lot of catalogs to deliver in a day, or um, Mondays are always very heavy days, days after a holiday are very heavy days. Yeah, so true. normally my route is eight hours, on those days it might be 10 or 11 hours. Um, it can be it can be tough. That would be tough. So do you have to worry about like a dog biting you? We do worry about dogs biting us because we never know how a dog is going to react while we're out there. Um, that's why they make us carry our bags all the time so we can use our satchel as a defense against a dog to keep them away from biting us. And we carry dog spray, although I've only used mine once in 26 years. Wow. Um, because I did have a, a, a dog in my old route when I lived up in New York come after me three separate times. He jumped over a fence and came after me. Um, Wow. But in general, I don't worry about it because most dogs want to lick you. They, what, they don't really want to bite you. What is dog spray? I would. I don't know. I've never sprayed myself with it. I assume it's kind of similar like, to. What does it do to a dog? I, I would think it's similar to pepper spray that they spray oh, on gosh. people when they get out of hand. Oh gosh. Well, what is one thing that you think would make your job easier? One thing that would make my job easier. Um, if everybody would make sure they had their numbers on their house where you could see them and they all kind of put their mailboxes in the same place and especially they got mailboxes that actually fit the mail because you'd be surprised, especially when you go How to... How many boxes you get? Well, it's not even just the boxes. Some people have mailboxes or mail slots in their door that were made for mail back from the 1950s or 1960s when really all, only people got letters back then. They didn't get so many bigger things. And it makes it difficult to get all the mail in some of those smaller, older boxes. So what advice would you give to my listeners if they want to grow up and be a mail carrier? Make sure you get used to walking. I mean, there are different kinds of routes, but I prefer the walking route. We Walking routes generally walk anywhere from 6 to 15 miles a day. I believe Holy cow. Mine's around 8 miles. Um, it's good exercise. It'll keep you in shape, especially if you like to eat like I do. Um, I'm it, sure everyone likes to eat. Well, you know, there's some people that don't take it as seri- for, seriously as my wife and I do. But. Well, what's the most important tool that you use in doing your work? The most important tool that I use in doing my work. Well, that would be my brain. Um, there's no, there's no actual tool. Um, I mean, we get a truck, we get a bag to put the mail in. Nice. But if you use your head, you can make yourself a lot more efficient and effective of a mail carrier. You know, how you go in between each house. I mean, you don't walk out to the sidewalk when you're delivering each house. You cut through everybody's yards. You take shortcuts. Um, you get the mail ready before you get up to the box. Um, so if you think about what you're doing and try to make yourself more efficient, your own head is your most important tool. Nice. What is the one message that you want to get out to the kids all over the world about being a mail carrier? It's a fun job. If if you like being outside and you like meeting people or like meeting animals, it, it can be very rewarding. Wow. So I run a radio show and podcast that talks about God during my Lying Strong segment. How do you include God's message in your work? 
Well, that's a good one. I just try to be, uh, I, I try to be positive and upbeat, and uh, I try to interact with my customers, and uh, they treat me the way that I treat them, and we have a great relationship together. Um, just try to be a good person. What was the biggest mistake you ever made, and how did it change you as a person? The biggest mistake I ever made, in general or as a mail carrier? In general? Uh, well, biggest mistake I ever made, probably for myself, given where I am now, is actually going to college because I just did not use what I learned in college at the post office. And I figure if I had started at the, at the post office 10 years earlier after I got out of college, I possibly could be retired right now. So when you are not delivering the mail, what do you do for fun? Well, my wife and I like to go to the theme parks. That's one of the oh. things that I moved down here for. Um, we like to Disney. go to like to go to Disney. I've been okay. going there since my parents took me there in 1971 when it Sick. opened. So um, I've been there hundreds and hundreds of times, even before I moved to Florida. I mean, I've been I've been, been to, I've been to Disney in Paris. I've been to Disney in Japan. Holy I've been cow. to Disney in California numerous times. That is cool. And uh, that's what I do with our free time. We also like to try all, out all the different restaurants in the Orlando area because there's a heck of a lot outside yeah. the parks that people don't know about. And I also do eBay. I've been doing that since 1998 wow. and I primarily sell Disney collectibles on eBay. Because <laughs> you collect so many. Yep. Well, do you play video games? And if you do, what is your favorite one? Do I play video games? Well, I can say until I ran out of the time to do so, I did, and I actually still buy them. They just pile up. Um, <laughs> I've got. I stopped at the Xbox 360 and the PS4. I haven't gotten anything newer than that. But I, I have hundreds and hundreds of games for my computer and for the for the consoles. But I probably haven't played an actual game in 10 years oh at least. Cow. Well, do you have a website or Facebook for my listeners to follow you? Oh, uh, do I have a website or a Facebook? For, well, I mean, I'm on Facebook, but the, I mean, that's just my personal page. Um, I do not have a website. The only thing you can find me on, really, is... Um, Facebook. Well, Instagram. You can find me on there. Um, it's under hidden underscore Walt would be my name. Um, that's the same as on eBay. That's my username on eBay. And why Hidden Walt? Well, if you're a Disney fan, you may have heard of Hidden Mickeys, which are uh, Mickey heads that they kind of hide in their architecture and their artwork so Disney fans can find these things and be entertained. I feel that a Hidden Walt is that for a Disney fan, there's a little bit of Walt Disney hidden in each of us. Mm. So that's why I went with Hidden Walt. Wow. What is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? You didn't ask me what my favorite food was. Well, what is your favorite food? Well, that would be pizza. <laughs> Isn't that everybody's favorite food? I mean, it is mine, but I don't know right, everyone, see? but... <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for Math Corners? Absolutely. I love math. Yay.
Are you frustrated with your computer? Tired of waiting for the computer to let you get your work done? Having an IT professional available when you need him can be invaluable to your business. With a Your Computer Solutions monthly service plan, you can enjoy error-free computing and get your tasks done when you want them done. Got a virus or malware warning? Call YCS and let them remotely solve the issue for you. Computer running slow? Give YCS a call and they will remotely fix it. When? Well, right away. On average, our clients are back up and running within 10 minutes of their call. If you want your computer to run smoothly month after month, just get the Your Computer Solutions monthly service plan. Your Computer Solutions is there when you need them. Call us today at 407-826-0810. The Tarpia Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. Tiberius's favorite subject, it's Math Corners! Thank you, Michael, for helping me with Math Corners. Today, we're going to talk about the property of zero. Awesome. Nice. So last week, we talked about the identity property, and we talked about when you add any number to zero, you still get that number. Well, today, we're going to talk about the property of zero, in particular, when you multiply it. So the rule is that anything multiplying zero is zero, right? Yep. So this rule is true no matter what number it is, big or small. This rule works in every and all cases of problems that follow the multiplicative property of zero. For example, x times zero equals zero. You can even do 10,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,
part of being obedient is our job involves public trust. Um, so we have to do everything uh, in a manner where the people that we deliver to trust that we're doing the best job that we can do and getting their mail to them accurately and efficiently every day. Mm -hmm. Well, of the heart of a lion virtues, which is your favorite? Which is my favorite? Hmm. That would probably be integrity because that really is the most primary one when it comes to being a uh, essentially what I am, a public servant. Um, and I use that every day in my job. I mean, we, we deliver gift cards, checks, money. Um, sometimes packages are open and content spill out. A mail carrier is going to be honest enough to put things back where they belong, um, to make sure people's mail doesn't get lost or misplaced, um, and to make sure we put it in the right box. Mm -hmm. Well, we should always try and be loud and strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? Absolutely. And that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Michael Ruth for being on my show. It has been so much fun talking about you today and learning about how we get all of our mail every single day. Well, it's great to be here. I'm glad I could uh, give a little input about what I do and what it's like to be a mail carrier every day. Well, you're welcome. And also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and like and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on The Tiberius Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Executive producer, Joseph Boy. Production editor, Pierre Laguerre. Green Room manager, Danny Boy. And your program host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is copyright 2018.